Hello everyone and welcome to the Fias Trivia podcast. Today I am going to talk about the Tatas, the family of Indian industrialists and philanthropists. For more than 150 years, the Tata Group, India's biggest conglomerate company, has been synonymous with India's nation-building project, venturing into various industries and has become a world leader in several. from automobiles to airways steel and salts to software chemicals hotels energy tea insurance in fact it is easier to think of an industry that tatas are not involved in than to list those they are there are there will hardly be any indian who has not heard about the tatas because they would have touched their lives in some way they are the first family of indian industry So let's hear about their rich history and legacy and three of its key visionaries Jamshedji Tata, JRD Tata and Ratan Tata. The Tatas are a Parsi priestly family who originally came to India from Iran to escape persecution against Zoroastrians and they settled in Navsari in Gujarat. Later they moved from Navsari to Mumbai. The founder of the family's fortunes was Jamshedji Tata, a great pioneer who was born on the 3rd of March 1839 at Navsari. After moving to Mumbai, he studied at Elphinstone College and then joined his father Nusarwanji Tata's export trading firm. When he turned 29, Jamshedji Tata's entrepreneurial spirit led him to start a trading company and subsequently a textile business with a capital of just 21000 rupees. This was the early beginnings of what would one day become the Tata Group. He was sharp and aggressive and helped establish branches of the company in Japan, China, Europe and the US. He traded cotton and opium and brought in tea, silk, camphor, cinnamon, copper, brass and china gold to India and he became very rich. Jamshedji believed that the three basic ingredients essential for industrial advancement were steel, hydroelectric power and technical education coupled with research. His vision led him to conceptualize pioneering industrial ventures in power and steel in colonial India. In 1883 he proposed plans for a large scale steel industry a hydroelectric syndicate and an institute of science In 1887 he established Tata Sons Private Limited which in 1917 was renamed to Tata Sons and Company Having achieved great success in the city of Bombay Jamshedji wanted to give a gift to the city and so he built the taj mahal palace hotel in 1903 the hotel was the first building in bombay to be lit by electricity not many more know that during the first world war the hotel was converted into a hospital with 600 beds in 1947 independent india's first speech to industry was also made at this hotel Not surprising that Jamshedji Tata was regarded as the legendary father of Indian industry and known as one of the most important builders of the modern Indian economy. He was so influential in the world of industry that Jawaharlal Nehru referred to him as a one man planning commission. He passed away in 1904 and it fell on his older son Sardorabji Tata to bring Jamshedji's vision to life.
Dorabji became chairman on Jamshedji's passing. In 1907, Sir Dorab first established Tata Iron and Steel Company, which is now called Tata Steel, in the remote Sakchi village, and built a hospital also for the village. The village was later renamed to Jamshedpur in honor of Jamshedji Tata. In 1917, the group made its consumer space debut with Tata Oil Mills Company or Tomco, known for popular soap brands Hammam and Moti, which it later sold to Hindustan Lever. In the next few years, Tata Sons grew to be a giant group with interests in finance, real estate, trading, and industrial ventures. The five decades from 1918 to 1968 were the growth years for the Tata Group. This period saw the birth of India's aviation and software industries and the creation of Tata Trusts. In 1932, Sir Dora passed away, and after a brief stint by Nauroji Saklatwala as chairman, who died in 1938, Jahangir Ratanji Tadhavoy Tata became the chairman. At 34, he is the youngest in the group's history. He was known to the world as JRD Tata and to his family and close friends as J. JRD's father, RD Tata, had been a cousin and partner of the founder. JRD started several new industries and took the Tata Group to new heights. The passion of JRD Tata as an aviator resulted in the founding of the Indian aviation industry. In 1946, Tata Airlines went public, becoming a joint venture with the government called Air India Limited. Tata Chemicals, Tata Engineering and Locomotive Company, which later became Tata Motors. Voltas, then the leading air conditioning brand Tata T, Tata Exports, which is now Tata International, are some of the new areas JRD ventured in. He also launched Lakme, India's first cosmetic brand, which was later sold to Hindustan Lever. The next five decades, from 1969, were a period of bold global acquisitions and partnerships, with a focus on new technology. In 1968, India's first software services company, Tata Consultancy Services, ushered in a new era. Today, it is a truly global enterprise with a presence in 45 plus countries. In 1982, the Taj Group accelerated its international expansion with the acquisition of St James Court in London, followed by several more acquisitions in other countries. In 1983. Tata Chemicals introduced Tata Salt, the country's first iodized branded salt, the Desh Ka Namak, to build a healthy nation. JRD Tata was a great manager of men and matters. Under the stewardship of JRD Tata, major companies of the Tata Group were established and nurtured. In March 1992. JRD Tata was awarded India's highest civilian honor the Bharat Ratna. In a television interview on this occasion, when asked by a young lady what her secret of success was, JRD Tata replied with his characteristic modesty to the effect, "I get colleagues much more talented than I am, and then I keep my ego under control while dealing with them." In 1991, after 53 years at the helm, JRD Tata stepped down as chairman, naming Ratan Tata as successor. Ratan Tata was equally aggressive. 
He launched Tata Indica, India's first indigenously designed and manufactured car, and Tata Safari, India's first SUV. He revolutionized the Indian jewelry market with Tanishq. Ratan sought to expand the Tata Group, acquiring such companies as the London-based, then 160-year-old iconic Tetley Tea. This was in 2000. Today, Tata Tea is the second-largest tea brand globally. He also acquired the Anglo-Dutch steel manufacturer Corus Group, now called Tata Steel Europe, and it is Europe's second-largest steel producer. In 2008, he oversaw Tata Motors' purchase of the elite British car brands Jaguar and Land Rover from the Ford Motor Company. He ventured into insurance with Tata AIG, in satellite entertainment with Tata Sky, in coffee retail in a joint venture with Starbucks. In fact, he was responsible for the fastest rollout of the stores in Starbucks's history. He also launched Chroma, India's first national chain of multi-brand outlets for consumer electronics and durables. TCS went public in 2004 in the largest IPO in India, and in 2018 became the first listed in Indian IT company to breach 100 billion dollars in market capitalization. Tata Motors listed on New York Stock Exchange in 2004 and went on to launch the people's car Tata Nano to make safe transport affordable to millions. In the early 2000s, the Tata family had an empire of some 80 companies in various business sectors like metals and minerals, automotive and engineering, chemicals, agribusiness, consumer products, hotels, information technology and energy with over 700,000 employees. The entrepreneurial energy in the Tata group under the stewardship of Ratan Tata could not be missed. No executive better personified India's emergence on the world stage than Ratan Tata, whose string of dazzling takeovers took a largely domestic firm global. In 2012, Ratan retired as chairman and was succeeded by Cyrus Mistry, who was replaced in 2017 by N Chandrasekharan, who was the CEO and MD of TCS. While many of Tata companies are publicly traded, the Tata Group has evolved from being a family-owned business to becoming one of the best-run and professionally managed groups in the world. Like I said earlier, Tatas were not just great industrialists but even greater philanthropists. Since the Tata Group was formed 150 years ago, it has dedicated to making a positive social impact, addressing India's most urgent needs. The philosophy of giving back to society is the legacy of Jamshedji Tata, the founder of the Tata Group and an entrepreneur with a heart of gold. He embraced the Zoroastrian religion's most central belief that the mission of the righteous person is not merely to live a good life but to make life better for others. While his contemporaries were focused only on creating profit, Jamshedji Tata started Tata Trust which basically was an org that focused on philanthropy and Tata Trust now own 2/3 of the Tata group so hear that again 66% of Tata group's wealth is owned by Tata Trust which uses it for charity and philanthropic purposes 66% 
and it has been doing this from the last 125 years since the trust was formed the giving pledge started just a few years ago but tatas have been doing this for more than a century imagine the amount of money they have given back to society in that many years what jamshudji tata began has changed the lives of billions as the company he founded continues to work for the betterment of society here are some of the ways in which tata trust has changed lives and made india better in 1892 jamshudji tata established the jn tata endowment fund to help indian students pursue higher studies abroad jamshudji pledged 30 lakh rupees that was half his personal fortune at the time and he pledged this to set up the indian institute of science in bengaluru the institute has been instrumental in nurturing india's atomic energy and space programs and several of india's foremost scientists have been closely associated with it including nobel laureate c v raman homi bhaba vikram sarabhai and the bharat ratna awardee c n r rao the tata family went on to become perhaps the most important private funder of technical education and scientific research in india Jamshedji's love for his country and humanity was passed on to his sons Dorabji and Ratanji. The younger of them Ratanji, an altruist by nature and deeply concerned with sparking social change, supported several institutions and deserving causes in his lifetime, including Mahatma Gandhi's struggle against apartheid in South Africa. Ratanji Tata contributed towards research at the London School of Economics. funded archaeological excavations and left his treasure trove of art to the prince of wales museum in mumbai i have been to the prince of wales museum and it is world class you must go visit it when you get a chance following ratanji's death the bulk of his wealth went to sir ratan tata trust established with a corpus of 80 lakh rupees in 1918 making it one of india's oldest charitable organizations Elder son Dorabji was an equally committed philanthropist. India sent her first Olympic team to the games in Antwerp in 1920 largely due to Sir Dorab's efforts. He established trusts for advanced learning, research for leukemia, training women in hygiene, health and welfare and social welfare. The Tata Memorial Hospital was commissioned by Sir Dorabji Tata Trust in 1941. offering access to cancer care for all Dorabji's entire fortune with an estimated value of 1 crore rupees was pledged to Sir Dorabji Tata Trust 1 crore was a lot of mo- money in early 1900s GRD Tata also established trust in his and his wife Thelma's name Over the past 12 decades The Tata Trusts have played a sterling role in supporting social development and in building some of India's most exceptional institutes. Among them, the Tata Institute of Social Sciences, Tata Memorial Center, the Tata Institute of Fundamental Research, and the National Center for Performing Arts. The one common principle that has supported the work of the trusts has been the commitment to improving the quality of life in India and its people, especially the poor. In 2020 the Tata group committed rupees 1500 crore in the fight against COVID-19.
the combined efforts of the tata trusts make for an extraordinary saga of philanthropy one that has enriched india and its citizens in multiple ways the generosity has also rubbed off on its employees most of the senior tata managers don't live in sprawling and multiple multiple mansions like some other industry bigwigs but they live in modest apartments and homes the guiding principle for everyone at tata is sharing the wealth but that's not all if there is one word that describes the character of the tata group and the tata brand it is trust the tata brand has the trust of society earned by the values by which the tata group and its companies operate let me give you a few examples arun maira returned from his first foreign trip to singapore in 1969 in those days india allowed to bring goods worth only rupees 500 Arun had brought gifts for his family and friends and the custom agent at the airport were causing him trouble asking for receipts as they thought the items were worth more than 500 rupees A senior customs officer heard the commotion and asked Arun where he worked Arun said he worked with Tata Steel and the officer told the agent if he says the goods are worth 500 they must be Tata people always tell the truth That is the kind of trust the general public had on the Tata brand. Here's another story. In 1970s, Tata set up their first production facility as a joint venture in Malaysia. In the initial days, the company struggled to make a profit and could not pay the loans on time. The Australian bank CEO came to Bombay and said if they didn't pay up, the company would have to be shut down. All Tatas could do was to give a letter of assurance that they would do their best so the banker asked deutsche bank in germany who had been bankers to telco for their daimler benz joint venture and deutsche bank told the australian banker that the letter signed on the tata letterhead by the ceo of a tata company was better than even a financial guarantee by a bank so you see not just in india but tata's reputation of trustworthiness crossed the seven seas also and the last story soon after world war 2 had ended the board of a german engineering firm firm kraus mafai met grd tata on the platform of a munich railway station in germany india was still under british rule and could not make legal agreements with the germans the germans requested tatas to take their best technicians and their families to india who were starving without work in germany They will teach you all they know. Please take care of them. That's all we can ask. They said, and thus Tata's learnt metal working from the best of the best. Many years later, when India had got their independence from the British, a letter arrived at the Kraus Maffei headquarters from the Tatas. The letter said, "Now that we can, how much shall we pay you for the technology you have provided us?" The Kraus Maffei team said. That letter is a legend in our company of what trust means. You honor your debt even when it is not legally binding and even when it is not demanded of you. That's the kind of reputation we are talking about. Trust is not built through legal contracts between parties. It is built by doing the right thing always. And the Tatas did the right thing always.
there are usually two kinds of companies either they want to make money for their shareholders and usually they will do whatever it takes to make more money or there are ngos that want to do good for the society tata is a truly unique company that was established to do both and it has been doing so for over 100 years there is an interesting book on this called the greatest company in the world the story of tata by peter casey he says that currently 99% of the wealth is owned by less than 1% of the people and if all the wealth in the world were divided into all the people in the world everyone would be a millionaire isn't this a great way for capitalism to make the world better you know when i did the research for this episode i learned three things first you don't need lots of money to start and grow into a big business Jamshed ji Tata started a business with just rupees 21000 and built an empire. 2 for an organization to be successful and profitable it does not need to be at the cost of morals and values it can also be hugely successful and profitable by having humanity philanthropy and ethics at its core. The third you don't have to quit your job and join an NGO to do good for society. You can be a capitalist earn lots of money and can give away the money for charitable causes use them for good I hope you enjoyed the episode do share it with your friends and family and you can leave your comments on the podcast tool facebook or send an email to fiastrivia@gmail.com I will leave you with a Tata Steel ad jingle from the 90s where 2 seconds is about the product they sell and 20 seconds is about the values they hold and what a powerful ad parivaron mein khushhali laate hain sukh ka sandesh pahunchate hain